fatigue is real, but it can be handled with more communication about suicide and bullying. You can't just leave it and say, uh, sick of it. It's just going to happen. Let somebody else care. Enchanted Sky Media. From the cool pines of Prescott, Arizona, this is Bullying Life and Stuff, the podcast where Rhonda Orr answers your questions about life's problems. Rhonda is an award-winning executive trainer, traveling and speaking on diverse topics, from business management to fear. Arizona's top radio host, Dave Fone, has called her Arizona's leading expert on bullying. She's been a life coach for over 30 years and has founded two nonprofits addressing abuse. Rhonda's writing partner is Dr. Sherry L. McDonald. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist and crime victim specialist working in Westlake Village, California. Now, here's Rhonda. Welcome back. Do you know that bullying is actually on the rise? And rising along with it is suicide, unfortunately. Bullying and suicide are widely connected. But something else is going on here. Bully fatigue. And I think I actually coined that because I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet. But I know it's happening because people are talking about it. You bring up the word bullying and people want to disappear. Like so many other widespread problems, it seems that people are getting tired of hearing about bullying. They've become apathetic. That's dangerous. This week we heard from a teen whose cousin committed suicide after relentless bullying. She went to school officials with a parent but nothing was done. What might have helped to save her? Here's her letter. It's called Bully Fatigue. Dear Rhonda and Dr. Sherry, My cousin committed suicide last month, and I can't understand what happened. She was only 11. By the way, that's the fastest growing Population of suicide, 11 and 12-year-old girls. Not only was she bullied for five years by three of the meanest girls ever, but she was teased all her life for being overweight. My cousin sobbed for three days and couldn't go to school because she didn't think anyone cared. Her mom reported it, but nothing happened for her. This is too common, by the way. Her mom said the principal, the nurse, and her teacher seemed kind of ho-hum about it. Her mom took her to counseling, but it did not stop. The bullies were always playing mind games with her, saying they were her friends and then being horrible. One peed in a drink they gave her. I just, that is horrible. I'm so angry, and I can't stop crying. What could have been done? Signed, can't take it. I am there with you all the way. I can just feel the anger swelling up in me that this is still going on to the extent that it's just, we don't want to talk about that. 
we don't want to talk about suicide rising. You know, three years ago, I had a principal of one school say to me, would you give a talk on bullying, but don't say anything about bullying? And I was like, what? No, that doesn't even connect with me. Bullying is abuse. Abuse is going on, and it's unfortunate that there is bully fatigue. I want to express to you, first off, that my deepest sympathies go to you and your dear family. I have been involved with families who have had this happen, and some of those families don't want to say or bring it up even at the memorial service, what happened? And that this person committed suicide because of bullying. Now, obviously, there are a few people out there that do want to say that, and they are our biggest advocates of change. And people still want to think of bullying as no big deal. It's dismaying, and I understand you, because Suicide rates have increased in every state in the United States, except for Nevada, by 6 to 58%. That is enormous. And that's according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or the CDC. For several years now, suicide has become a common tragedy. It's especially with girls aged 10 to 14 in that report. But we, Dr. Sherry and I, receive daily global bully alerts from Google that report a suicide almost daily. I I barely want to open it up. And it is mostly 11 and 12-year-old girls around the world. This is no joke. With all of the talk about what we can do, because there's every day there's something else that can be done. Bullying has actually become the norm. The norm. Bully fatigue has caused our nation to just downplay the problem. Many people believe that bullying just can't be that bad anymore with everything that's going on. This phenomenon is happening all over the country. Inappropriate anger is also a result of bully fatigue. Why? Victim shaming has become common again. It is right back where it used to be. Well, you shouldn't have done that. Well, you should have ignored them. Well, you, 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 you. Not they, they, they need help. Because bullies do need help. You need to seek professional help. To manage the intensity of your feelings. I know if my feelings are as intense as they are right now, yours, with all of your pain and the loss that you are grieving, your reaction is so noble, and I truly understand your pain. I care about these kids so much. They just don't seem to have an understanding that suicide is permanent. A lot of kids think, well, I'll show them 
I'll commit suicide. But you know what? The larger majority of kids think I can't take this anymore and no one is doing anything about it. The why of things that happen are less important than promoting healthy relationships. That is the most important thing in this life. This is what I have life coached about from the very beginning. My background is in abuse, from sexual abuse to all other kinds of abuse. This is something that really needs to be taken so seriously, and we cannot let our guards down. My program, which I call the Triangle of Triumph, it is learning how to go from victim to survivor to leader. And what does that mean exactly? On one side of the triangle is the victim. You have to go through the five stages of grieving. And they don't happen in order and they don't happen all at the same time. It might cross over into the next side of the triangle. The signs are denial, bargaining, depression, anger, and acceptance. And it takes a long time. It's going to take you a long time. It might be that you actually get through the whole entire triangle and still need to work on grieving. If you do not, my graphic description is it's like having a boil on your arm. You don't pop it. You don't get all that gunk out. So it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. You have to get that gunk out. And if you don't, it's going to manifest itself in inappropriate ways. You will be angry at others in inappropriate ways. You will be depressed. It's the fact that you never dealt with your traumas. I want to put that out there to make sure you understand how important it is and how are you helped when you are a victim. It is choosing not to stay a victim. So everyone that knows somebody, and believe me, I can stand in a line at the grocery store and somebody will say to me, oh, you write that column. And they tell me their whole story. You know, I have a niece, a nephew, a brother, a sister, my spouse, my grandma, whoever it might be that's bullied. It is a never-ending problem so far, but one way to start the ball rolling is to say, I didn't choose, I did not choose to be a victim, but I am certainly going to choose not to stay one. I'm going to start by grieving. I'm going to go to someone professionally so that I can see what that looks like. The other thing that you can do to help that bully stop bullying you is to say, I will not let someone ruin my happiness. That's how I'm not going to stay a victim. And then pursue the things you love with a passion. So when you show up at school, you are so happy. This is very simplistic and I understand that. But to give you a short look at what you can do, instead of trying to connect with a bully and figure out why, why does this bully not like me? It really doesn't matter to you, the victim. 
I mean, it matters. Don't get me wrong. Everything matters to 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old girl, why people don't like her. I was the biggest people pleaser on the planet. And that happens when you become a victim over and over and over. But the problem is this. If that child doesn't know there's an option to choose not to stay a victim, they don't see hope. And if no one else is doing anything about it, they've got to hang their hat on hope and faith and love. Because what else do they hold on to? The exact opposite. Depression, despondency, all the D words. Disgusted with themselves. You mentioned that she was overweight. That is the number one person that is bullied. Try to help that person to be healthy, both in their relationships and in what they are eating. It's hard, I know, but it's worth the work. It's not just to say, don't fat shame me. That is not an answer. Yeah, they shouldn't be fat shaming you, but they will. And if you keep showing that it's bothering you, which it, how can it not? Then you're going to keep accepting victimhood from them. Please don't ever think anything I'm saying is something that's your fault that she chose to commit suicide. That's not true. Our culture is addicted to shaming, blaming, judging, and being bullies. My beliefs are everyone is a child of God and everyone deserves to be loved. I wish that whether you believe in God or not, everyone would see the basic need that everyone has, including you, bully. The reason you're doing this is because you don't feel loved. And if you don't feel loved, you don't have confidence. You don't have courage. You don't have our five C's, civility. It's hard to be caring. It's hard to be considerate. It's hard to have courtesy. So all of these things are so important in choosing not to be a victim. The other thing is help the schools. Go to the schools. Bring your aunt. Bring your mom. Bring the whole family and say this has to stop. She's going to do something to herself. If it's not kill herself, she's going to cut. Cutting is very big with 10, 11, and 12-year-olds. After you have decided not to stay a victim, become a survivor and define yourself. When I try to get kids to define themselves, they don't know what that means. They don't have values. They don't know what good characteristics are, virtues. None of those things, but if you tell them our five C's, if they can learn to define themselves with these things, we have to teach our kids, stand up tall, have a good posture. For heaven's sakes, my mother used to kick my elbows off the table and say, what are you doing? Don't slouch here at the dinner table. The other ones having courage. If you don't have confidence, it's hard to have courage. But if they have courage to at least stand tall and have eye contact, they can walk over to the bully one time, look them in the eyes and say, stop bullying me. Even if you don't have one friend at the moment, I guarantee you, if you do that, 
the child will have friends. Okay, communication involves a lot of presentation skills. Have your child learn presentation skills. One of the best ways to do that is put them in a theater group, put them in the choir, put them in a band at school. That leads you to being a leader, at least of yourself first. When you become a leader, the last part of that triangle, you lead yourself first, then you lead by example to others, and then you're going to start conveying the message of the five C's to others and the message that you shouldn't feel ashamed that you're a victim. You didn't choose to have them bully you, did you? Well, no. Even the people that say to you, oh, they just want attention. Well, yeah, they need the right kind of attention. If we just keep accepting bullying as the new norm, it is never going to change. This program works. It was my journey to get away from abusive people. We can't become so accustomed to bullying and suicide that suicide also becomes the new norm. Bully fatigue is real, but it can be handled with more communication about suicide and bullying. Yes, that's how you fight bully fatigue. You've got to change it. You can't just leave it and say, uh, sick of it. It's just going to happen. Let somebody else care until it happens to your own child. Adults and young parents, I am targeting you. We can change bullying as the norm. We can prevent suicide as the norm. And we can have kids who have healthy, positive relationships, who love life. And that's all I have to say about that this time. If you have a problem and you'd like me and Dr. Sherry to give you our opinion, just head over to our website. It's bullyinglifeandstuff.com. You can send me an email there. You can also listen to my past podcast. We have covered a lot of topics, but I keep getting new ones, so we're happy to take on more. I'm Rhonda Orr. Until next time, let's build civility for a new generation. Bullying, Life, and Stuff is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. If you want to connect with Rhonda, go to our website, bullyinglifeandstuff.com. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you should. That way you'll never miss an episode.